Well, hello, <laughs> folks. Hey there, folks. Oh, hey. I didn't see you there. Welcome on in to We the Peeps. This is the American Soccer Podcast in which you're going to get to know everything that you need to know about the USMNT. I am Clayton. Hi. Hi. Uh, watashi wa no Clayton. Is that how you say that? <laughs> <laughs> and I am an artist. Not quite. Not quite. Uh, I'm Thai. I'm an entrepreneur. How do you say that? Dad is listening to this podcast. We can't. We can't let this moment pass. Sarayman. That's how you That's say my name is. How do you say? <laughs> how do you say my name? How do you say my name is? <laughs> Whatever. I'm Clayton. Yeah, that's Ty. Whatever. All right. Theme song. Me, 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 nombre as. <laughs> theme song. It's We the Peeps. It's We the Peeps. Welcome to We the Peeps. Are you ready for We the Peeps? Holy moly, it's me, the peeps. Okay, folks, welcome on in to another Rasta Pod. We are are preparing for what is the final set of games, the final Rasta Pod before the final Rasta Pod. It's time. Oh, my God. This is the penultimate Rasta Pod. It is it is highly. It is. It is the penultimate rastapod. Shit, bro! How many we done? How many we done, dog? Uh, dozens and dozens <laughs> and dozens of rastapods. So many rosters. So many strange decisions. Shit! And here we are. We get one last final tune-up versus Japan, and then of course one versus Saudi Arabia. <laughs> one last weird-ass roster. Or not so weird, depending on who you are. Uh, we'll get into right. it. Um, Let's roll. Of course, as always, follow us on Twitter if you'd like to at WTP Pod. And don't forget, uh, five stars helps. And keep in mind, folks, that the format of this show, the show that you know and love, will be changing after the World Cup. So this really is a very special time to be involved in this Pod, and as we approach, as the the temperature rises, um, we do still ask that you tell someone about this pod, because if you love it, they will love it, and we love it, and we really want to share this World Cup with as many people as possible. So please do tell someone about this pod. We're tuning up the pod as they tune up the team. We got people tuning up tifos. I'm sure everyone's preparing. Let's all do it together. Yes. The best time to tell someone about this pod was five years ago. The second best time <laughs> is now. That is a fact. Uh, but we are here. End of housekeeping. Let's get into it. It's a Rastapod time. Let's What's go, up, Professor? Boys. Welcome on get in. No, I don't speak Japanese. What's up, K Dot? I know you're listening. We're so glad to be back in the saddle. We got names. Let's give out some gloves. Let's go ahead with. Two sixths of a glove, please. Do we have? Should we be giving gloves out, honestly, to this motley crew? 
It's this a crew is indeed. rough, well, bro. The I think I think the the buried headline is we got some injuries. So as well, let me go through the names of those coming, those indeed going uh, or already there uh, to this game, and then I'll and then we'll talk about the injuries. So in goal, Ethan Horvath, Sean Johnson, and of course Matt Turner, not named injured. Zach Steffen, uh, defenders. Reggie, the soccer player formerly known as Reggie Cannon. We got Mark McKenzie, Eric Palmer Brown, Serginho Destino, A.A. Ron Long, Joe Scally, Sam Vines, Andre DeYedlin, and Walker Zimmerman. In the midfield, we're going to have Kellen Acosta, the founding father, Tyler Adams, Luca De La Torre, Manifest Westony, the West is yet to come, Weston McKenney. And then joining, in, uh, replacing, replacing Eunice Musa. Sadly, we have Johnny Cardoso. It's Johnny. Um, sorry, Johnny, that your inclusion is bad news to everybody, but good to see you. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Malik Tillman. Uh, fantastic. The newly, the, the fresh, the surprise, the, leak, the, leak. the, the leak, roll leak, dice, leak. the dice, the roll of the dice, Malik Tillman. Uh, up front, we're going to have Brendan, A.A. Ron Swansong. Oh, Leeds United, Leeds United's hero. Uh, no offense, Tyler Adams. Brendan, A.A. Ron Swansong. We have Paulie Ariola Nips, just for funsies. Just because why not? Guy's been around forever. You can't make it. You can't go on a road trip without Paulie Ariola Nips. What are you talking about? You don't, you don't hit the clubs without Paulie? <laughs> Look, I know he can't dance like Fuck he used you to. Doing? And I know he's only DJing that shit from the early 2000s. But we fuck with <laughs> Paulie, all right? We love him. He's never heard of music after the 2000s. <laughs> he doesn't know nothing about that. He doesn't that. know nothing about you, who it. Is Billie, he doesn't know Billie Eilish. He doesn't even know who that is. We got Jesus <laughs> Ferreira. Paul, <laughs> Paul Ariola does not Eilish. know who Billie There's Eilish is. No idea is. who Billie Eilish is. No, no clue. Uh, we got Jesus Ferreira. Walk Jordan. By, walk by her on the street. <laughs> Would not give Jordan a fuck. Morris. <laughs> uh, Jordan Morris. Ricardo. Peppy Le Pew 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 Pew. Pew 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 Pew. The, maybe getting a little dusty. Porcelain Prince. Christian Polisic. Mm. U.S. Uh, legend created in a laboratory, Giovanni Reina. And the not dead yet. Oh. Not dead yet, y'all. Josh Sargent's with us. Uh, we I'm are... not dead. <laughs> I'm not dead. It's just a flesh wound. A few names not mentioned. Uh, we've got... Yeah, we got names, let's see. bro. We got Timothy Weah injured. Anthony Robinson injured. Zach Steffen injured. Miles Robinson injured. Uh-huh. Eunice Musa injured. Uh, anyone else? Chris, Chris Richards injured. Cameron Carter Vickers injured. Are there any more? Anyone, anyone I'm forgetting about? I think. That, that, <laughs> I think that's all it was. <laughs> is that it? Bro, we had a, that was a solid eleven. That I thought is a decent eleven. They just, they just the in dust. the medical bay. What Ouch. is going on? It's incredible we have a decent roster to even look at with that sure. many big names injured. Ty, 
What were your first impressions upon hearing this Arrasta? Yeah, I think it's pretty much as expected. The the one omission that uh, still flummoxes me continually is Pifak, yeah, who is doing well at Union Berlin um, as well as he was doing at uh, Young Boys, which was already enough quality to have him already continually included me. in the U.S. Um, in the U.S squad and somehow he's had to kind of keep fighting his way in even though he's done well so that one doesn't make a ton of sense to me and uh, Greggy B had some kind of dubious logic around it which is basically like we know enough we want to try other players but like you're not leaving Pulisic at home because you know enough about Pulisic you know also what player are you trying Josh Sargent Joshy Poo yeah Pepe Le Pew Pew Pew, they just want to give it more chances. We and the, know the love affair about... with Jesus Ferreira goes on. Yeah, well, Jesus Ferreira but, is the guy. He's scoring goals. So the sitch, the sitch with these strikers to me is that all three of these guys seem perfectly capable of doing well against lower-tier opposition. Like they, they raise their game. They can dominate lower-tier opposition. Josh Sargent goes into the championship, does way better. Ricardo Pepe is now in, in the Dutch League, doing way better. Jesus Ferreira in MLS, doing well, right? But PFOC is a guy who has elevated his game at a higher level, such as the Champions League, a little tournament I like to call the fucking <laughs> Champions League. This guy has proven that he has the quality to step up against the biggest teams in the world and do well. So I don't know what the fuck we're doing because... In the World Cup, we need players who can step up, not players who need to be at a lower level in order to do their best. Yeah, it's not a good look. It's not a good look, G. Well, uh, a lot to look forward to. I, I don't know what else to say on that. I mean, I guess the general consensus is that it's a playstyle thing, that Jordan Pifok is a little bit more of the Daryl DK mold Uh Sort of the yeah, which I get, but I like that. Like I like that he kind of stands out. You know, we've got these like uh, tie fighters zipping around him. You know, right, right. All yeah. these, all these, all these, uh, these, these shifty speed merchants making things happen, and then we have Jordan Pifok ready to bang it, bang it home. He's not a he's not a nuanced player. He's <laughs> he just really gets it done. He gets it done. <laughs> That's what we're looking for here. So I, I really don't like the thought of like a, for Jesus Ferrer, for example, is like kind of a nine and a half ish type to me. Yeah, um, yeah. But I, I, gotta, I like the presence I mean, of somebody who's just a pure goal scorer. Totally. Are we all on the same page though that Jesus Ferrer is the guy? This is what's happening. I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying, are we all? Are we living in the same reality here that yeah, Jesus it, is the it guy? It sure looks like Jesus Ferrer is going to start game one in Qatar, which is distressing. I mean, I think it, it should very clearly be PFOC, but I just, I can't see it happening. And I would have loved for it, for Pepe to have worked, um, you know, a year ago at this time we were, you know, uh, watching those qualifiers, Pepe starting to score goals for the U S and it, it sure looked like the, the, the nine was his to take. Uh, and he's had a rough year since then. Um, I am glad that at least he's like, 
still has a shot and is still in the picture, but honestly, I feel like it's come too too much too fast, and he's just not not going to be the guy that we we want to be going to in in Qatar. So I, I I think of the other choices, I feel like you know Sergeant I'll take. I think he can handle handle the job. He's I'll absolutely take happy. Sergeant in a pinch. I don't have a problem. Yeah, I've never really had a problem with just playing a goalless Sergeant. That's fine. Pulisic and Wea and Reina. I feel can like score the goals. Sergeant Ferreira Pepe is a solid three. Not not that solid, but it's a it's a it's a workable three where they they all do different things. They can all satisfy different game states. They all understand the system, and um, they all have some amount of quality. Yeah. So, I feel like I'd be pretty happy with that. I I don't feel like we have to keep trying to make Pepe happen. There is a question about P-Fox fitness, but I don't think, I mean, not much of a question. Fitness? Uh, yeah. He's playing 90, like, every week in the Bundesliga. What, he, what do you mean? He fitness? picked up a knock of some kind and then played oh, 70, oh, 70, the okay. 75 yeah. minutes. Um, I see, I see. But, yeah. but no, that, well, I mean, that's not why. So... This is where the injury thing gets distressing to me because, like, for a normal friend, that, camp, you have to your me, share of, like, that, random ass injuries. But. That's going to be much, yeah, that's a much bigger concern to me. So, all right, Jesus, uh, you're, you're, you're the guy. We'll figure out the rest later. What happened here that we ended up with six injuries to major players at this Major time? injuries. <sighs> I don't know. It's bad luck, just bad luck. Or it's I, not good, man. Could it be that players are being conservative? Like, more conservative than they normally would be? But why what wouldn't you think, they... Like, your incentive would be to, to roll the dice so that you make it to this camp so that you can... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Try to impress, I would, I would you know? be I would be conservative with my club at, at this moment in time. Right, 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 right. Um, yeah. But... No, so it's safe to say, like, especially a guy like Cameron Carter-Vickers, for example, he's been kind of out of the picture he has played his way into the picture through his club game doing very very well for celtic he's finally gets the opportunity to really come in with a chance maybe even to start for the u.s so clearly he's he has no incentive to pull back right Right now, he's, just there's like no way. Very he's, strange sitch. He's it's a here super by strange cr- sitch he's, because he's here by hook or by crook if he can be. But so yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if maybe there's there there's a lot of fixture congestion. Maybe that has something to do with it. Like with the sure, with sure. the Winter World Cup, there's like a sure. ton of games right now. Sure, um, sure. But it's, but here's here's the thing, Clayton. This is very odd. We have a game against Japan, right? We have a game against Saudi Arabia on Tuesday. And then in a month and a half is the next USMNT game. Yeah. Which is in the fucking World Cup. Yeah, this shit is Wales. happening. And it's it's not like it's not like World Cup like preview. It's the World Cup. We got th- three games until the World Cup. Three or two? So two games before. We're three games away. Okay. 
That's confusing. From a World Cup match game. But yeah, it, no, this this shit is happening. Uh, it's it's happening, and it's happening for real. So I, if Cameron... I, so it, there's a world where Cameron Carter-Vickers should be the starter for the U.S., right? Absolutely, yeah. Should be, it, it I think should, he's, you know, I think and, he's a ba- yeah. solid backup right now. But anyways... We are. Uh, there's no way these guys are are being conservative. They're in the camp if they can be. Um, this yeah. is everyone's last chance to impress. Uh, I have been getting the feeling, just watching a little bit of club games here and there, that with Pulisic not really finding play time, with Dest kind of falling out with Barcelona, um, and now moving, I guess, to AC Milan, and we'll see how that goes. I don't know much about it, but. Um, the way things have gone for him with Barcelona. Not great so far. Yeah, not good. Uh, and, you know, Reyna on a very much middling Dortmund at the moment, just kind of trying to yeah. pick up speed. I am not getting the feel-good fuzzies I was sort of hoping to be getting around this time, uh, six weeks away from the World Cup. Um, and I'm not trying well, to... I, I don't want to be alarmist here, but I do think just enjoying myself some USMNT media, there's perhaps not enough concern about the state of the player pool. uh, And I I just am getting a little bit of a sneaking feeling that we might be in store for a reality check. uh, Yeah, no, I, I completely get it. I completely get it because you look at all of our top players; they are somewhat struggling. Like Leeds, Leeds has started to struggle. Juventus has is mid table. Pulisic is on the bench for Chelsea. Gio's not, you know, he's just just coming back. And Dortmund doesn't look good. So it's it is distressing. But on the other hand, I mean, just thinking back to the last kind of pre World Cup window that we had, which would have been. Um, you know, late season 2014, the caliber of club that we're talking about or like the, the situations that look bad to us now are situations we would have been dreaming of. Sure, yeah. Then. We've, yeah. Had, we've had plenty of World Cups where we went into it with lots of guys who were like crushing it for the Rapids. <laughs> yeah. And then the the wheels fell off the USMNT bus. So I've I've so much more confidence that like guys who are like starting for struggling top tier clubs can find some footing and then find form going into a World Cup and and put together a good World Cup than to just bring in a bunch of players who are just demolishing uh, Real Salt Lake. Yeah, yeah. And, um, and then coming up against the world's best and just getting crushed. Yeah. You know? And on that note, Christian Roldan not even making the roster. So <laughs> we great game against uh, against against the Dynamo. Yeah, though, whatever it is. Right? But yeah, so that's and that is a huge Sorry. surprise. I, I would have surely. I sound too pejorative. I love I love Major League Soccer. I love appreciate Major League Soccer. But like, let's get real. We gotta we're gonna play some some real. Real players and real sides in this thing, and um, the best MLS players have gone into these tournaments and struggled. They've also, you know, surprised and done better than expected. That's fair, but let's get real. We gotta, we gotta have uh, the big guns. Yeah, well, I hope you're right. I, I, right, and maybe I'm just getting, maybe I'm just getting the the yips a little bit about it now that we're finally here, but. 
So I, you know, I, I hope it. I'm a little yippy. I, I hope it goes well. But what's truly yeah. in front of us, one game at a time, is Japan. We are going to be playing a yes. friendly against Japan. Uh, Ty and I were remarking before recording about how we every every World Cup we fall in love with the Japanese national team. We kind of forget to follow them and then remember that we are very much Japanese human beings when we're in in a World Cup setting and. Uh, you know, are, are are kind of have that drawn out of us, or there's something about the moment. You know what I mean? There's something I'm about a the moment. Japanese human being. <laughs> <laughs> there is just something about that moment when we're in front of the you know the rest of the world or something like that, and you just recognize you know your your own heritage in another country. It's 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 pretty cool. So, um, looking forward to that experience. But as always, pre World Cup. Pretty much know nothing about the Japanese national team uh, at this moment in time. But what time? Yeah, that's the way we like it. <laughs> that's the way we because like when it. what when it comes to the USMNT, we are we are super fans. We we know we know what's going on with the with the youth teams. We know what's going on with the federation. We have got all the, the deets and the stats <laughs> and the watki and everything else. When it comes to the Japan national team, we check it every four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, we show up World Cup get day the one. Love, the love we, is real, We learn it. Yeah, the, the love is but real. the love is real. But it's, it and is a bit a of a Groundhog's of, Day of every four years remembering that I'm four. Japanese. <laughs> and um, and it's, it's, what's beautiful about it to me, Clayton, is that this is the experience that a lot of people have with their national team. Yeah. And it's the experience that... We want more and more people to be having with the U.S. national team. So this it kind of shows us in our own experience what we are hoping to foment in the culture. Right, realizing that U.S. You, soccer you, you have an attachment to a team that's been chugging along this whole time just for you, just for you. Exactly. And what does it take? What does it take to catch the eye, you know, and, and get, get a, a nation excited about their team? Well, I'll tell you what it what's not going to do it, and that is a Sean Johnson sighting. Not going to do it. Ty, what do you <laughs> love you, Sean John? He you deserve be a star, to be. Bro. You deserve if to be the third. Somewhat more talented, I feel like he would be a star. He's, he's, <laughs> he's definitely got the he's charisma. A great person. He's for sure got charisma. Um, Ty, Maddie what Two do Hands you... could be the star of the World Cup. We'll see. I mean, it's looking more likely to be Maddie than than anyone else, but we'll we shall see. Um, we shall see, Mister Stefan. Uh, Ty, what do you want to see? Also, not to gloss over the exclusion of Christian Roldan. I just want to say that's very GGG. Just enough. It shows uh, what, a what lot is of it? maturity. Barely enough. GGG. A little too late. Yes, exactly. Barely exactly. enough, a little too late. Thank you, GG. He, he, he burned, uh, you know, thousands of minutes of prep time on, on Roald Dan, but how, he's seeing the how, light. Yeah, how many minutes could Malik Tillman have by now? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Malik, Malik Tillman could be the, the U.S.'s most capped player, if, if only for, for Christian Roald <laughs> It wasn't for Christian Roald Dan and uh, Will Trapp before him. But here we exactly, are, Ty, what exactly. do you... We could have been bringing in Malik from age 13 <laughs> and just getting him prepped. <laughs> what do you want to see in that parallel universe he chooses to play for Germany for some reason? What do you want to see uh, from the Nats uh, versus Japan? Do Any specific players you're, you're looking for a performance from or something more from the team as a whole? 
Well, what I'm stressed out about is that uh, this team has had very few reps. When was the last match? It was like July. I don't know. How how the fuck would I know that? <laughs> yeah. It's not like we record a show for literally every game that they play. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um so there, there's no rhythm right now. There, and while the group has a certain degree of continuity automatically, it's like the, there's there's not a lot of good um, there's no there's no thread happening right now. I don't feel like the team has a trajectory or a rhythm right now. So I, I do feel like it's kind of reconvening and trying to find that rhythm. And then you play two games, and you got a month and a half of nothing, and then you got to play a World Cup match. So it's. It's distressing to me because I'm worried about us kind of losing the identity that we had started to see come together uh, towards the end of that qualifying cycle and uh, and subsequently. So I am principally hoping that we see a team that looks cohesive, that looks like it has a solid idea of uh, GGG ball and is really ready to operate as a unit in, in a World Cup. Um you know, knowing that there's players missing, of course, but you need it to be successful in a World Cup. You need to have 23 guys who can move in the same direction. And so if we're looking at a subset of the the um, the group that's going to go to Qatar, that subset still needs to look cohesive because every single player on that roster has to be prepared to come in and, and do a job. So I think, yeah, most of all, what I'm looking for is to see the GGG identity play out and to see that the team has been trained well enough that uh, even hopping in after a couple months break with another long break after that they'll be able to keep that uh, idea going. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see, I think that makes sense. I mean, we're, it is about identity. It is about being these, do these players know who this team is and what that means? Um, because if not, it's too late, right? So this is a, a final test before graduation. And then you got to get a fucking job. No more tests. I think we do. I, I, I really think we do. I think, I, I think I'm going to be pleasantly surprised. Which well, if I think I'm going to be surprised, does that make it a surprise? <laughs> yeah. I think, I, I think I, so we're going to see that. The, it's going to work. Here's it's, what I'll it's say. It's going to happen. Here's what I'll say about that. I think that you'll see a team that has identity. I think I, when I look at the names on this roster, everyone here knows how this goes. Um, everyone gets it. There's Aside from Malik Tillman, who has no idea what's going on, uh, we've got a bunch of guys who have just been around. Um, and that's very encouraging. And I think it's important to acknowledge that this could have been a way weirder roster selection, especially given all the injuries. Um, and maybe the injuries helped GGG uh, to somehow avoid some weird decision he would make for someone we're seeing now that it just seems like he's getting a break maybe. But I have to say, uh, as always, just enough, a little too late. And I think tied to your point that you will see um, a cohesive unit. I just don't think it's going to I just don't think that the cohesive unit we are is as good as we think it is. And I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm just being uh, negative or what, but I'm concerned. Um I think you'll see a team that knows what it's trying to do but um is just isn't that good at it uh yet. 
Um, and if I knew more about Japan, well, I could tell you what would what the, how that would result in. But I mean, sure, tri- sure. typically a sure. pretty strong team. And this is where we get into expectations for the tournament. You yeah. know, because what? How would you feel if after all of this, all of this uh, hullabaloo? We go to Qatar, team's fine, crashes out in the group, you know, on goal difference or something. Win a loss and a draw, out on goal difference. How does that leave you feel? Feel? It would be sad. I would say sad. On to the next. But I I do think that it's really important to kind of be a little like I feel like I'm taking crazy pills a little bit when consuming my USMNT media and what I've always prided the show in is the willingness to just say like kind of say it like it is a little bit and I just think that we're being a little uh I just don't I feel like we're not acknowledging how far this team is from being at that level you know uh what what level are you referring like at the level of a top world top a top team? eight top sixteen yeah 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 uh, type of team and I just think I like think it's a top sixteen team. Just look like at the other. We've struggled to get the results that we have gotten. Um, I don't mm. know. I don't know. But I'll tell you what would yeah, make yeah, me yeah. feel a lot better is. Uh, Christian, an angry Christian Pulisic performance. Sure, uh, a, sure. A prove them wrong Pulisic performance. Because at this point, if we're going to get a great Pulisic, uh, it's going to be a Pulisic who is doing that in spite of his club situation. There's not a lot that can happen between now and the World Cup to have him like in firing on all cylinders. Uh, but well, do what- we? So we we don't have a lot of data though because the um, the new manager. So Tuchel got shit canned. Yep. The new manager came in, and then the queen died. So they did. They have. They've only maybe played once since then. Graham Potter. Um. Graham Potter. Graham Potter. So I don't know if the if we have enough information to say how he will fare um, in the next couple weeks. Is that fair? I think that's, I take your point, but it's a really short amount of time. Um, so that's more where I'm coming from, is even if him and Graham Potter get along great, and he's, let's say, 90 minutes guy, uh, I don't know that it's enough time for him to be, like, top of his club game form. But maybe it is. Maybe it's just enough time. Fair. Fair enough. So, so best case scenario is angry Pulisic demolishes... Japan and Saudi Arabia and then comes back to Chelsea and starts five games in a row. Yeah. And scores five hat tricks. Well, that's a lot. That'd but be great. Start yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and more realistic starting like, five games in a row and, and the realistic two goals would be excellent. Yeah. yeah. The realistic hope is just those starts, right? Like if he's in there right, right, and, right. and he's part of the he's he's that's great. That's a win. But I think what we what you know? What, yeah. What I'm really. What's more important to me is what Pulisic can can control, uh, which is what he does with the Nats, because the man's going to start. Right. 
Right, right, exactly. And that that's that's the saving grace of this type of situation. It's it's kind of helpful. It's been helpful in Pulisic's career so far because there have been times where he's been he's been killing it for Chelsea and then he's come into US camp and we've used him as a sub in these like friendly type yeah. situations where it's been like let's give Christian a little bit of a a break, you know, he's still going to ball out for the fans a little bit, but um you know, give give some other guys a shot, but we've we've also been able to use these situations as times to fill in his uh, his his fitness when he hasn't been playing a lot for Chelsea. So, right. um, so yeah, I'm with you. I think I think uh, hopefully we see a little bit of a upward trajectory in these last couple of weeks because it's definitely going to suck if uh, if the team goes in at current form. It, it would it, it, it's hard to see them kind of like us rallying together and finding a winning mentality when they've all been struggling with their clubs you know yeah yeah um, but a couple but a couple wins here could really go a long way a couple wins here can go a long way in all respects and by the way i i wanted to just go back and look at the the equivalent match from 2014 which i found uh, yes very match, good very good a match i attended uh, in person at Re- at Red Bull Arena. Can I say? Can I just say one more thing before you do yes, this? Say awesome. one more thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's that I. So in closing, on my treaties on concern uh, is essentially that when people ask me how I think the U.S. will do, I say it's very hard to tell. Uh, there's a very wide range of outcomes that we can see because this group is so talented and so young. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm, uh, so semifinals would not shock me. It wouldn't be, would be that crazy. I, would, I mean, it would be pretty fucking I would crazy. Ha- maybe but. have a heart attack. Maybe, maybe right, a but panic attack. Maybe both. <laughs> but it is within the realm of possibility. It's um, within the realm of possibility, and as would be Owen, Owen 3. Owen 3, straight out. Good night. It really so, is. So, so, all right. So let's, let's roll. So boys. let's find out what let's we'll we'll find out on the next episode, uh, so to speak. Not literally, actually. We will not know on the next episode of the show. But, but I think, uh, yeah, Ty. It's let's get into it. So, what did this look like four years ago? Four years ago, or eight, yeah, real, eight, real eight years ago so today? I, I I took the the path train out to Red Bull Arena to see the Nats play Turkey, another you know mid tier um, team. And uh, the starting lineup for the Nats was Tim Howard of Everton, Fabian oh. Johnson of Borussia Mönchengladbach, oh. Jeff Cameron, Classic. I believe still of Houston, maybe Stoke at that point, Matt Beasler of Ooh. Sporting KC, the- Timmy Chandler all right, all right. of Frankfurt, such a bizarre... Jermaine Jones of Schalke. Yes. Graham Zussi of Sporting KC. Brad Davis of the Houston Dynamo. Michael Bradley and Josie Altidore, I believe both of TFC at that point. And Clint Dempsey, who 14, I think, was still at Fulham. Yeah. And no Landon at that time? The, no Landon that was at whole that thing. time... Yeah, Landon did not come on in that game. Um, so, so I mean, you see the difference. Like, we're gonna we're gonna trot out, just roughly speaking, Arsenal, AC Milan, Red Bulls, Crystal Palace, Munchen Gladbach again, 
Leeds, Juventus, you know, Chelsea player, Dortmund player. So there's 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 a pretty big upgrade in the the club pedigrees of the, yeah of the guys. Yeah, I mean it's it's say it's safe to say, fair to say that it's way better than it was eight years ago. Um, way better. I just don't think it's as good as that list of clubs sounds. Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree. It's not. It's the 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 players that we have are not operating in the same role for these bigger clubs that those players were for those smaller clubs. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's a factor. It's not it's not a sheer it's not a one to one upgrade, but um, it's just important to recognize that like we are in a very different position now. I think we talent wise we were like let's just say twenty fifth in the world, and we we would like use our team spirit to end up in the top sixteen <laughs> and our money and, and our, our, money. our large TV audience. <laughs> And I believe this team is one of the most sixteen talented, sixteen most talented teams in the world. I think that's probably true. So, and and this is an injury ridden roster. Could you imagine what you know six injuries yeah. to key players would would have made that eight year old roster look like? Jesus. Yeah, exactly. Like I think. We'll 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 see. But I I, I feel like. Uh, you know, cautiously optimistic about the whole thing. I'm I'm excited to see the team play against Japan. I'm excited to learn about the Japan team a little ahead of time. Yeah, and um, and and I'm, I'm gonna have a good time watching this. I, one. I'm gonna have wait. a great fucking time, and I'll I'll close this episode the same way I close every day, which is by um, sort of comforting myself with the with the thought of Tyler Adams and Weston McKenney playing in the center of the park together. There's just not Hugging, much laughing, frolicking, <laughs> laughing, frolicking, <laughs> just being best friends, generally speaking, oh. being sort of being opposites, but yet so the same. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Uh. They have shared values. They're very different, but they have shared values and that's what makes it work. <laughs> that's what makes it work. <laughs> All right, folks. Um, I love. They're, they're an odd. They're an odd couple. <laughs> they are Tyler, such an Tyler, odd Tyler, couple. Like rolling his eyes at Weston's antics. Yeah, Tyler's place is like making making like strict rules about bedtime. Yes. Weston, like. Yeah. Exactly. Tyler's Tyler's place is so clean. Tyler's uh, place is pristine. <laughs> Weston's, Weston's Weston's got, place has like. Uh, Weston's got, got a lot of empty vitamin water bottles. Yeah, Weston's all got over the place. Yeah, he's got a ton of guests in there, photographers and shit. Oh, can I tell you this just reminded me the yeah. guests guests in Weston's home. Um I thought of a conspiracy <laughs> theory that I've never shared on the show. Sure, sure, sure. Um this is exciting. So, during and then we'll and then we'll end this episode. During the World Cup qualifiers, Weston McKinney was sent home from a uh from one of the camps about halfway through qualifiers. For violating COVID protocol, uh, bringing guests at a sex party. At a sex party. <laughs> <laughs> um, was Jonathan Anthony Brooks on that roster? Do you remember? <gasps> Conspiro was. Um, okay, okay, okay. USMNT versus. I think they played Panama. 
Do you know where I'm going with this? As Thai Googles. I know as, as Thai where Googles, you're going with this. Is it possible? This was right around the time Wesley McKenney was also getting his first captain's armbands for the team. Is it possible <gasps> that John Anthony Brooks broke COVID protocol with Weston and perhaps many other players, but led by John Anthony Brooks? That is why Greg Berhalter cannot allow John Brooks back into these, these camps. And Weston, as the young leader that he is, was either challenged, was probably challenged by Greg to take the fall on this one. Uh, because it was like 10 guys led by John Brooks who did some weird sex party during COVID. Holy shit. So, John, okay, unfortunately, John Brooks started the, ne- the next match. <laughs> okay, that's probably not. Okay, so, so, just, so Brooks, um, <laughs> probably not at the sex party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was a good thought though it was a good thought it was it's worth a, a try thought, though. it was it's, worth it's a at try. least something you know but it, i i get just to briefly touch on that john brooks not happened oh yeah it's no it's happened. been sorry done. sorry it's buddy done been done it's done it's not happening i was still kind of holding out some hope that nah. maybe it, it wasn't been nah. done but I, I think it's been done no nah. it's done no nah, he had too many sex parties Greg was like, you're going to start tomorrow, and then you'll never play for this team again. <laughs> we need you tomorrow. Go home, take a shower. We don't want to see you. Yeah. All right, all right. I love uh, conspiracy right. theories. I really do. I love this, too. I love documentaries. I love America. They're cool. And I also like uh, TV uh, like uh, food, like travel, food and travel shows, right? These are sure. all uh, things that are kind of real, but not really real uh, uh, specifically. Uh, but I don't love any of that shit as much as I love the Nats. Let's go, boys. Let's go, boys. Let's fucking go. Copa de uh, Mundo, baby. Yosh. Yosh. It's we the people. We the peeps. Welcome to We the Peeps. Are you ready for We the Peeps? Holy moly, it's We the Peeps.